You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line, here is Jim Alsman, Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, and Greg Pecco. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. Dave and Jim, thank you for the halftime broadcast. And Steve, we got a good one here at Episcopal Academy between Episcopal and Malvern. 14-14 here at half. Episcopal scoring 14 unanswered. Uh, and kind of the, the, the thing that's changed both quarters in both situations was turnovers. That was really the difference. I mean, Malvern able to jump out to that lead because of turnovers. And Malvern fumbles the football away. Episcopal Academy jumps on it, gets seven points, and then they come back right after that, force a punt, and go right down the field with it. Yeah, early was the defensive battle. Uh, just trying to get good field position out there. couple turnovers by both teams uh, uh, resulted in some touchdowns. But after Malvern went up 14 nothing. Uh, Gallon doing a great job on the ground out of the wing tee offense. And then uh, out of nowhere, Episcopal comes in, 14 unanswered points, going into halftime, uh, getting their passing attack going. And as, as uh, Jim Osmond said at halftime, the yardage is 162 to 161 in favor of Malvern Prep by a yard. So it's been evenly matched. Um, the only advantage really for Malvern is the time possession. But nonetheless, the score is 14-14 uh, coming out of the second half. And uh, it's been it was a great first half of football. Very enjoyable first half of football, as Steve just mentioned. And the, the, the atmosphere here is great. you got both student sections. They're kind of been chanting back and forth at one another, kind of reminiscent of, of what you get at a big five game down at the Palestra uh, with both sides kind of going back and forth with with chants and, uh, and all sorts of stuff. Um, a great atmosphere, a little bit different style of football here in the Interact because uh, the, really the games in conference are the only thing that matter because you're not eligible for PIAA playoffs. Yeah, and, uh, you know, really wish I would change. I mean, you, you like to see playoffs, you know, teams getting in the playoffs. But nonetheless, you know, not our you know job to really uh, discuss that. But uh, in the second half, I expect, uh, you know, Malvern to continue that running attack with Gallon and Matt Brown. Um, and then, you know, put the ball in the hands of Hornibrook and uh, others. Uh, to make some plays in the air, but I mean, I think if you're Malvern Prep, you're content with just running that ball with Gallon. His speed and quickness is has really done a great job, and until EA can really stop it on a consistent basis, why go away from it? On EA side, uh, that passing attack is really starting to uh, pick yeah. up. I mean, maybe you try to go with the running game, Malvern Stiles, but keep going at it. See if you can maybe break one here or there, but uh, and then you know it'll help you set up some play action in the pass game. Absolutely, and and one of the things that Malvern has done really well is they've 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 bottled up the inside run game of of the churchmen and the churchmen have now been forced to go to the edge which isn't necessarily their run game and now so they decide to go and throw it to the edge and they've, they've kind of opened up the field with that opening up does that kind of give barley the ability to run up the middle then 
Yeah, I mean, now that you're opening it up, uh, Malvern's got to play more of a pass since you saw the, you know, both their touchdowns came off, you know, setting up off the pass plays. And, uh, you know, maybe Barley will have some more running room, but I think you got to keep going at it. You haven't had a lot of success in the first half, but you don't want to get away from your game plan necessarily. Keep going at it, and as I said, this way it can open up other things in the offense. Well, let's update you from around Delaware County at scores. You have uh, Garnet Valley leading Conestoga 10 nothing at half. You have Ridley over Haverford 19-14 to at the half. Upper Darby's beating Pencrest 14-7 to at half. Strathaven 21, Radnor 6 in the second quarter. Springfield 14, Harriton 6 uh, at halftime. Academy Park is beating Chichester 22 to nothing. Glenn Mills uh, is up on Chester 21 to nothing, and then Interboro uh, up seven nothing on Penwood. All of those games are uh, at half or nearing half at this point. Um, Steve, so tight games from around the county so far. Yeah, and uh, you know, as we said, keep your eyes on that uh, Pencrest up at Arby game. Warner gets in. I mean, can't answer something better than have your kids on both sides of the ball. Friday night lights. You know, it's something all, to play for. Yeah, I mean, you're all out. Give it everything you have to get that playoff berth. Uh, does that give you an advantage when you do get into the playoffs? If you've won, you came in having to play your heart out, or does it kind of force you into an emotional situation where sometimes you can be drained? Um, yeah, it can work either way. I mean, it all depends on how you recover that week of practice going into the playoffs and you know your specific matchup. But I think you know you can build a lot of momentum yeah. going. You know, I'd rather go into the playoffs off a win. They're yeah. going in off a loss, a couple losses. So, And we've seen a lot of 15, 16 seeds win in that first round the last couple of years. and it's uh, So that's something that, that to think about. But in any event, we're getting ready to kick off this second half. Uh, Malvern kicked off to open the game, so they will receive to start. Um, both sides now just kind of getting together on either sideline. Dave DePasqua uh, will be back down on the sideline with us. Uh, and Dave is down there at this moment. And uh, Dave, can you give us a sense of uh, just kind of this start of the second half uh, feeling for both sides? Both teams are fired up. They know both within striking distance. Tied 14-14 at the half. They know that they do their assignments, play their game, and they'll come out victorious. It's going to be turnovers, like we were saying at halftime. That's going to be the outcome of this game. Thank you, Dave, down there. As uh, Connor Ringwalt, the freshman kicker, uh, comes out to... Set it up at the 40 as he gets set to kick, and uh, he goes out there with um, D. Barley, the running back, who also throws, uh, who tends to kick from time to time. So they do kind of have a dual kicking option uh, on these kickoffs, Steve. And yeah, you see uh, Barley coming off the field now. So they kind of changed their decision there as he paced it out. Um, so Ringwald had a good kick. Uh, at the end of the first half, he will kick it off. Uh, Matt Brown is back with number 22, Troy Gallon. Ringwalt's approach. Good kick high. End over end, picked up far side at the 21-yard line. Coming to the near side is number two, Diamond Wright. And he comes across the 40 and brought down at the 41 by number 52 of Episcopal Academy, Austin Morgan. And a nice return there. Uh, for the Friars to start off the first half, or the second half of the game, tied 14-14 as we mentioned, and uh, you know, now this wing T offense, I expect the ball to be given the gallon a numerous amount of times to see if he can break something. So here we go. 11.50 on the clock. 14-14 game. Ponybrook under center. Two receivers near side, one running back, it's Gallon. 
He gives the handoff to Gallon. A little bit of a delay. Goes off tackle far side. He gets to the edge. He's got the first down. He's across the 40. Cuts back at that 35. He's gotten one man to beat. He's down across the five. Touchdown. One play from scrimmage. And Troy Gallon shows his speed once again. He is an unbelievable player. We talked about one of the best we've seen all year. We've done a lot of games. Uh, now we've seen a lot of good players, but this guy Gown is, is outstanding. Uh, he takes the sweep out of the shotgun um, along the Malvern sideline. Just his speed burst goes by. No one touches him as he goes up that sideline for uh, Malvern touchdown to start off the second half. Dolphus's extra point attempt is up and good, and just like that, 21 nothing. Malvern leads. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. <laughs> Hey Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Brumont, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds back with you. Malvern has quieted the crowd to open the second half after one play from scrimmage. Troy Gallon takes it in for a touchdown. 11.39 on the clock now as Dolphus set to kick off. Dolphus's kick high end over end. This one's deep. And Jalasso's going to have to take it out of the end zone as he backed up into the end zone. He caught, they say he received it at the one. Everybody stopped. Now Jalasso finds a big hole. He's across the 35. One man to beat, and he's going to be brought down at the 46. Some confusion. Pancoast had to make the tackle. The official was signaling to Jalasso as he made the catch at the one and then backed up there. He was saying he couldn't t- make a touchback. It would have been a safety, and he had to take off. I think everybody slowed down on Malvern, thinking it was going to be a touchback. Yeah, that, that's unbelievable. I mean, he just sat down. I guess you know, if he took the knee, he would have, yeah, it would have been a safety. And uh, that's an outstanding return, but that was all set up. As you said, people stopped running. Well, there is a man down on the field, so we'll step aside. 11.28 to go, third quarter. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now, and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua here with us. Dave is down on the sideline. Dave, uh, give us a sense of kind of what the feeling was after that kickoff. A little confusing there. Episcopal Academy scored off a broken play and now is rewarded again off another broken play. All the coaches were wondering what was going on. They had their hands up in the air as they, the signal looked like it was going to be a touchback. But the receiver realized he already went above the end zone 
was able to burst off as uh, all the Malvern players already held up as if it was already a touchback. Yeah, that was the thing. And you look at that back judge who was right at the goal line with uh, um, Michael Gelasso, who was the return man. And, and Gelasso looked at him, and, and he moved his hand like, you got to go. He, he ran the thing, and you got to go. And, and the Malvern player is now up who was injured. That was uh, Austin Morgan who is now up. So uh, interesting uh, moment of events, it's something you don't see every day. Absolutely not. As you see now, assignments. They're going to have to try and answer off that long run by Gallon. They're going to make a trying to answer a touchdown of themselves. Thank you, Dave. Steve, uh, we were talking about uh, Troy Gallon. He's actually uh, a verbal commit to Delaware uh, for next season, and he's clocked at a 4-3-40. Um, so he's got some speed, and the University of Delaware has a, a strong back, and they've been a very strong uh, FCS team in college uh, over the last couple of years, Steve. Yeah, he, uh, he, he deserves every bit I can't wait to see what he can do at the next level but he's having an outstanding night tonight Whalen comes out with Episcopal now at their own 47 yard line out of that shotgun Whalen takes the snap sidesteps to the far side he's going to look to throw and intended for number 25 Michael Gelasso on the far side of the field at the 30 incomplete as it hit the back of the prep defender and uh, number 5 of uh, Malvern prep doesn't even turn around there uh, Richard uh, Chikay and uh, ball just bounced off his helmet there. But a nice idea there of a pass by Wayland to his intended target, uh, Gelasso. Incomplete, bring up a second down. So here we go. Wayland comes out empty backfield. Three receivers near side, two to the far side. Now he moves uh, Feliziani next to him. He's going to take it on a QB keeper. He's going to bounce it to the outside. He will run a bit, but he is brought down and bottled up for a two-yard loss. Number six on the play, James Keating. And that play, outstanding play uh, by, as you said, James Keating, the junior safety, coming up from the safety position and uh, really forcing that play inside and making the play on that QB uh, blast. Officially a two-yard loss. Waylon quick out of the gun. There's flags down. There was movement. There was a delay in that snap. Uh, and the receivers got moving on the outside before the snap went, Steve. It looked like uh, they saw something they liked. Um, Episcopal saw something they liked. Maybe a misalignment on defense by Malvern Prep. But little, they rushed to the line a little too quick. Uh, a few guys jumped off sides. So it'll be third down and much longer after that false start penalty. It'll be about third and 17 now uh, at, from the EA 40 for the Churchman. So 10.55 to go, third quarter. Friars lead 21-14. to 14. They scored on their opening play from scrimmage in this half. They go empty backfield again for EA now. Out of the gun is Whalen. Three receivers near side, two to the far. Whalen takes the snap. He's looking. He fires middle of the field. Not sure who that was intended for. Incomplete. Looked like number 25. Mike Tolasso was in the area, but the uh, the route the ball was thrown behind the route, Steve. Yeah, there's some miscommunication right there. That's going to bring up a fourth down and long. And uh, Pistol's going to punt this ball away as uh, Matt Brown is back to receiver for Malvern Prep. Whalen sets up to punt. Ball at the EA 40. Brown back at the Friars 30 to return. 10.40 on the clock here, third quarter. Whalen takes the snap, gets it off. High punt. It's going to come in and bounce at the 35 and bounce out of bounds between the 34 and 35-yard line on the far side of the field. No return. 10.33 to go, third quarter. Malvern takes over with a 21-14 lead, Steve. 
Yep, and now we're uh, after the first play of the second half. Barley uh, taking that sweep uh, to the edge and scoring a touchdown there. So with a seven-point lead, they're going to be content keeping this ball on the ground, avoiding any turnovers, maybe catch a piss ball off guard with maybe a deep pass and uh, to add to this lead. Hornybrook comes out with one receiver to the near side. Gallon in the backfield as the running back. Man in motion to the near side. Hornybrook's going to look to throw. He's got Matt Brown in the flat, who's going to be brought down at the 35 for only a two-yard gain as he was drugged down from behind, pulled down by the jersey. And that's an outstanding tackle right there by Christian Feliziani, who's been all over the field now, him and his uh, older brother. Uh, so the sophomore and senior have done a good job for this EA team, offensively, defensively, in, in, in the special teams game. Uh, but a little swing pass out there to Matt Brown and picks up a about two yards. So it'll be second down and eight for Hornybrook and the Friars from their own 35-yard line. It's a handoff to Gown at the middle. Big hole for him, but EA recovers on the backside and able to bring him down after only a three-yard gain. And it looked like number 13 and number 76 in on the tackle for the Churchman, and that's uh, Mart- Martelotti, Martelotti and, and uh, Erickson. Yep. And Erickson with two X's. I haven't seen yeah. that spelled like that before. But uh, this, uh, they're going to keep giving this ball to Gallon as uh, we talked to Coach uh, Rob McCabe on the sideline uh, before the game. And the word he described uh, Gallon was he's a beast. Absolutely. Uh, 176 yards of offense for Gallon at this point, all, all of them on the ground. Third down and three for the Friars. From the 41 of EA, their own 41, excuse me. Handoff to Gallon near side. EA's there. They make the tackle. They're going to stop him short of the first down. Gallon on the run. Outstanding play right there uh, by Episcopal Academy. Coming in and making the play there, number 55. Kevin Morgan, the senior linebacker. So they finally bottle up that Gallon, and they force uh, Malvern to punt the ball away. So here we go, 8.43, and Malvern will have to punt. Keating to punt to Christian Feliziani, the sophomore. And Keating takes the snap. He gets a line drive punt, and Feliziani takes it at the 20, but he called fair catch on that one as he didn't have many blockers in front of him, Steve, as uh, EA was trying to get after the football. He's trying to catch the ball. Get back on offense here. Get something going. Down by seven. Malvern's D doing a good job there. And I'm sure Coach uh, Fairley of Episcopal is pretty happy with his defense getting off the field there after letting up a touchdown with the first play in the second half. 8.25. EA takes over. Three wide receivers too far. One near side. Ball is at the near hash at that 20. Wayland has two backs in the backfield with him out of that gun. Hand off to Barley. He tries to bounce it to the outside, trying to get to the edge, but he's going to lose five yards on this carry, Steve. Nothing doing as Barley tries to go outside, and it looked like can't really tell the number. Uh, maybe number 17 who came up and made the play for the uh, Friars. Jordan Majors, the safety. Uh, so we've seen the safety... Uh, both safeties for the Friars make some big plays tonight. Second down and 14 for EA from their own 15-yard line. Empty backfield. Whalen, three wide receivers near, one far side. Ball at the far hash. 
Whalen takes the snap. He's looking. He's under some pressure. It's a little dump pass intended for Feliziani. He drops it, uh, but probably wasn't going to get very far as the defensive player number 10, Trevor Morris, was right there on his back. Yeah, the wide receiver screen set up. They let uh, right side and let their blocker come in and uh, just dump the pass off to Feliziani. Uh, you know, there's a guy right on him. If he caught the ball, maybe a missed tackle would have broken free for a first down. But nonetheless, it was an incomplete pass. And uh, bring up a big third down and long here for EA. Third down, empty backfield for Whalen and the Churchman at their own 15. Whalen takes the snap. He's looking, he's looking, he's going to fire. This one's going to be intended for Butts. Intercepted at the 48 by number 17, Jordan Majors. And that was an outstanding play by Majors. Getting up, going up in the air and taking the ball out, uh, going to the highest point, taking the ball out of the air. So a great job there by Majors and the Malvern de- defense. So another turnover here. Both teams turning the ball over. I believe both teams with two turnovers so far. Yeah. And uh, EA's going to have, or uh, Malvern's going to have a short field to well work with. And they, they targeted Butts that time, and he has been blanket coverage most of the night there. Uh, Jordan Majors has been on him, and Jordan Majors is six foot three, one ninety, so he matches up very well against Evan Butts. In any event, the Friars take over from the 48 of EA. First down and 10. Cornybrook under center. Cornybrook hands off up the middle of Gallion, picks his way through, breaks through for 9-10, and a first down across that 40 down to the 37. Good hard running by Gallion. And uh, they weren't lying when they caught him a beast. I mean, he's not only quick, he chops those feet, man, and he runs hard. And that's a great first down there. Pure effort by Gallon with that uh, first down run. Also a track star at Malvern, so uh, you can see why. If you can run over guys uh, that quickly, you can definitely do it on a track. Um, 7.06 to go, third quarter. Malvern leads 21-14 over EA. They're at the EA 37. Matt Brown in motion. He's going to take it, cuts back up the middle, and then comes back to the near side again. A stiff arm once more, and then he's brought down at the 32-yard line. By number three, Christian Feliziani, Steve. Yeah, Feliziani come, makes a play, but not before. A nice gain there by Matt Brown, and he likes that cutback on that sweep. Uh, you know, it's intended to go off the guard's blocks and cut it upfield, but uh, you know, when he sees nothing there, he'll cut it back where there's some daylight there, and he does a nice job there of uh, picking up some good yardage. 6.24 to go. In the third quarter, Friars have the ball inside EA territory at the 32. They lead by seven. And Hornybrook takes the snap, handoff up the middle of the galleon. Another big hole for him. Cuts his way through, makes a spin move, unbelievable, to the edge, 10-5, touchdown. Galleon, a spin move at the 16 that was reminiscent of, of a Madden football game. Dave DePasqua had the best view of that one. Dave, that, that was, uh, that was impressive. That was absolutely incredible. He just went through at least six or seven guys, clicked the circle button, and went <laughs> towards the end zone. It, that was an incredible run. That is something to go on the highlight reel. He now has 21 carries, 220 yards on the ground. He is an outstanding athlete and football player. 
running through the line and scored another touchdown for Malvern Prep. Extra point is good by Dolphus and the Prep. Malvern Prep leads 28 to 14, 604 to go third quarter. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. 28-14, Malvern leads Episcopal with 6.04 to go in this third quarter here in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. And it has been Troy Gallion as the leader offensively for the Friars. He has pretty much done it all with 21 carries for 220 yards to this point, I believe three touchdowns. Yeah, and he's, uh, as we said, he's not not only with his uh, speed and quickness. I mean, he, he'll lower that shoulder, see his spin move. He's very versatile, has a lot of moves um, that he can uh, throw on a defense. And with four touchdowns tonight, he is EA's worst nightmare. Dolphus to kick it away. This one's high, end over end. They've been pretty deep. Jalasso's going to take it at the six. He's going to fumble it there a little bit, picks it back up on a little bit of broken play. He's across the 20 now. Finds some room and still on his feet at the 29 and finally brought down. So uh, a nice return uh, in the face of the uh, bobble there to start it. Yeah, and uh, they've done a good job all night on the uh, return team. Uh, the combination of uh, Geloso and uh, Feliziani. So EA's going to have decent field position here, starting off after that uh, big interception leading to a gallon touchdown, the last uh, possession. So here we go, empty backfield for Whalen. Three near side, two far side as the receivers. Whalen fakes the screen pass, then goes long, and he throws it out of bounds as the coverage was there. And that's a play we saw on game film. They will they will pump fake the receiver screen and run the man deep. And uh, Malvern, very good to cover that one because not a lot of teams have done that this year uh, for Episcopal Academy. And they saw what you saw in the film, Dave, uh, or Greg, and they, they've done a good job of scouting that out and being uh, studying this film all week long. And they've done an outstanding job in the secondary tonight. And they have, uh, Malvern's been willing to go toe-to-toe with uh, Episcopal and their receiving core. And they've done a good job to this point. But still only a 14-point game. Here's a handoff to Feliziani. Runs up the middle. He is stuffed for a loss of a yard that time on the handoff. And number 57 in on the play for the Malvern Prep Friars. And that is Jacob Rabisi. Yeah, Rabisi doing a good job in his defensive end position. Malvern with a three-man front. 5.20 to go, third quarter. Malvern leads 28-14. Big third down and 11 here for Episcopal Academy. They come out of the shotgun. Three receivers near side. One to the far side. Whalen takes the snap. He's looking, he's looking, he's going to fire to the near side of the field. Almost caught, back shoulder, intended for number 21, Jake Martellucci. 
the ball was thrown perfectly where the receiver could get it just maybe a little uh, behind and maybe he was looking for the front side shot he threw it to the back side and uh yeah, incomplete. So another fourth down, three and out for EA. Mavericks doing an outstanding job on defense. Going to get this ball back here with a 14-point cushion, five minutes to go in the third quarter. Yeah, that was uh, a good spot of the football on that throw by Whalen that time. Whalen takes the snap here on this punt. He's going to get it off. This one's a high one. It's Matt Brown's going to call fair catch at the 45. And uh, Dave DePosco on the sidelines, you had a good view of that catch. It looked like uh, Martellucci just couldn't get around to that backside shoulder. Similar to like last time, they threw a wheel rack going off the outside. It looked like it was great coverage. It was unable to just reel it in. Steve... Uh, Steve, as a quarterback, that's that that throw to the sidelines. That's where you need to put that football. Is that outside shoulder? Yeah, because uh, you know you just want to put it where your receiver can get it. And even on tight coverage, you throw it to that outside shoulder. Um, if the, you just want your receiver to make a play on it, so not a not a, a good throw. Just the receiver couldn't come up with it. And uh, Mauer's going to get this ball back. And there's a flag down. And Dave, uh, the signal looked like it was a personal foul penalty. It's going against the Pistol Academy. Personal foul coming back, so they're going to get a free 15 yards. And, and if you're Coach uh, Farrelly, not not what you want to see down 14 in the third quarter. No, not at all. Um, yeah, now you're just giving Malvern better field position again with a 14-point lead and a running back who has not been stopped all night. So here we go. It'll be first and ten for the Friars. They'll take over 4:53 to go um, as the officials are telling Coach Fairley what exactly their call was and explaining to him the situation. Uh, ball will be at the 40 now. Malvern takes over. Uh, they lead 28-14. to 14. If you're Episcopal, you need another turnover here. That would definitely be a big help here late in this one. And handoff to Gallon, and he finds a hole wide open. He's going into the end zone once again. That'll make it 34-14. Uh, they just... They just opened up a wide hole, and there was nobody in that second level to go get him, Steve. And we'll give all this credit to Gallon because he's done an outstanding job. Fifth touchdown. He's done a lot of this. I don't want to say on his own, but um, with all you know, a lot of you know, hard fought grit. And uh, but let's give a lot of credit to this offensive line right there. I mean. A lot of guys could run through there as Malvern did a great job of just spreading that uh, defensive front up, uh, open for Gallon to run through. 260 yards of rushing for Gallon. And the extra point, this one is good. 34-14, a flag comes in here. We'll give you that when we get back. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans, is your home, garage, or shed in need of a clean-out, but you just don't have the time or the strength or manpower of, say, an offensive line? Well, we have the solution for you. Delco Cleanouts is a reliable and reasonably priced junk removal business that serves the greater Philadelphia area. Delco Cleanouts is your source for professional junk removal, large or small, property cleanouts, and small local moving jobs. If you are in need of these services, let Delco Cleanouts do your dirty work. For a full list of services, check out www.delco.com. DelcoCleanouts.com or contact them at 610-638-1284. Delco Cleanouts, the reliable source for all your cleanout needs. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds back here with you. Personal fail was on the Friars on that extra point, so that will back them all the way up to the 25, so they'll have to kick from there. So 
Episcopal Academy, if they play their cards right, should have very good field position to open this drive with 4.46 to go third quarter and down uh, three touchdowns, Steve. Yeah, and uh, if you think Episcopal Academy's out of this game, you're absolutely wrong. They might be down 21 points, but this is an excellent coach team led by uh, a marble guy, Todd Fairley, and uh, he's going to have these guys uh, fired up. Uh, even coming off that last field, he, you know, he's a fiery guy. He's going to get these guys you know, motivated to come back out here, put some points on the board. So even down 21, there's plenty of time left with their passing attack. They can get right back in this game. So Malvern looking to come out here with a 21-point lead, looking to sustain that now for the last quarter and four minutes. Here's a kickoff. This one's high, end over end. Gelasso takes it at the 20. He's going to... Cut to the outside and try and cut back to the near side, trying to find a hole, but there was nothing, uh, and he's brought down at the 37-yard line, Steve. Yeah, it's getting a little chippy out there right now. Both teams got to keep composure. You saw two, a personal foul on Ian and, another per, and then a personal foul on Malvern. Um, so coaches don't like to see that. I mean, the game's far from over. I know it's getting a little out of hand here. Yeah. But, uh, as, you know, Episcopal's been in this situation before the past two years, and uh you know, they're, they're you know a, a quick touchdown away from being right back in this game. Certainly, Waylon out of the gun. Two receivers, one tight end, two running backs in the backfield with him. And it's a handoff to Feliziani, and he's met immediately for a loss of a couple yards. Once again, the running game having trouble up the middle. And number 53, Jake Anderson, the senior linebacker, in on the tackle in the backfield. And uh, EA, you know, they're still going. I credit them not getting away from their running game. They want to keep Malvern honest and on their toes. But uh, at some point, you've got to throw it up. You know, you're, you're going to have to throw it up. And uh, they've been doing that, just nothing doing it, you know, up the middle. And Whalen takes it out of the gun this time. Rolls to the near side. He's going to throw. Evan Butts makes the catch for about seven yards. And I believe that is Butts' first reception of the game. Uh in this one, as I look to Jim Osman, who's doing stats for us tonight, and he shakes his head yes. So, Butts, the UVA commit, finally getting a reception tonight. So that shows you how Malvern's secondary is done. And uh, just a nice roll out there by Episcopal quarterback, Wayland. He finds his target, Butts, um, coming towards the EA sideline. So it makes it a more manageable third down play for Episcopal Academy. Third and three for EA. From the 43 of Malvern. Crowd starting to get into it again. Whalen out of the gun. We're going to roll it out far side. Put him in motion. Feliziani makes the catch. He's got the first down. Leans across the 50. And EA is going to have a new set of downs. Number 17, Jordan Majors in on coverage and the tackle there, but not before. A first down by the Churchman of Episcopal Academy and their offense. Doing a good job here with these short routes. Uh, just trying to move the ball, get downfield, and put some points on the board. And they're they're staying no huddle here as they go three wide receivers out of that shotgun again at the 50. Whalen fakes the handoff to Russell. He's going to look to throw off his back foot. It's going to be caught by Barley at the 30. A nice sidestep on the corner. Barley's going to come to the near side. Oh, and he went down. He went down. He tripped trying to make a move, or he cramped up. He's running off the field. Looks like a cramp, Steve. But in any event, EA has the ball inside the 20 at the 13. That's exactly what he did. He did cramp up. I mean, he had the angle to score there and just fell, fell down. But uh, nonetheless, a great throw by Whalen uh, to his man, number four. 
uh, D. Barley. And uh, big game there. Just what Episcopal needed, and this offense keeps on moving. And we're inside that red zone, so that means Dave DePosco is going to have a good view for us. Waylon out of the gun. Two receivers. Two backs. Whalen takes it. Hands off to Cody Russell up the middle. The big captain gets four or five yards down to the nine. And I, and I really like what EA is doing here offensively. They're not getting away from their game plan. They're continuing running the ball, even though they're not having much success, but they're going to keep going at it with a mix of pass and run. Three receivers, Cody Russell in at running back. It's a fake handoff. Waylon's going to look to throw. He's going to throw it to the far side. This one he's just going to throw out of bounds. The coverage was there. That's a smart throw. Uh, Dave DePasqua, your view? Yeah, he just tried to throw it away. Hit man-to-man coverage on the outside. Just trying to make a play. Bring it up a critical third down now. So it will be third down and six. And I believe here you got to be thinking four down territory and down by 21. Field goal, not going to do too much. You want seven points here, so... Yeah, you, know, you want a first down here, but even some yards going to bring up a more manageable fourth down. Three wide receivers for Whalen. He puts Russell in motion to the far side, takes the snap. It's a pitch to Feliziani. He's got blockers to the outside, and he's going to be bottled up. Dave? Yeah, it's going to be short. It's going to be fourth down and a few yards to go as there's more chippiness going on. Yeah, and, and the officials have been doing their best to to kind of settle things down here, and I think a lot of it comes from the fact that EA knows what's on the line, and Malvern does as well. Malvern has an opportunity to get a share of that title if they can get a win here tonight. Yeah, this is a, this is, this is a big play. I don't want to say it's the ball game, but this is a critical moment for both teams. Three wide receivers near side. Russell the running back on fourth down and six. And Whalen, and now we got a timeout on the field. Malvern takes a timeout here. 125 to go third quarter. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you out of the timeout. 125 to go, third quarter. Malvern leads 35 to 14 here in this one, as it has been all Troy Gallon tonight, as he has over 250 yards rushing on 22 carries and four touchdowns. But EA on a fourth and six here from the nine has a chance to put some more points on the board or at least get a first down here but a big down nonetheless Waylon empty backfield takes the snap he's under some pressure throws Evan Butts at the goal line and it's incomplete Butts had it in his hand but Majors made the tackle in the air forced Butts to drop the football Steve excellent coverage there by Majors I mean Butts had it in his hands but maybe the low hit to his backside uh, yeah, really shocked him and that jarred the bar, ball loose Dave you're right there what would you have Went up in the air. As he took out his legs, he flipped and wasn't able to hold on to the football. And trying to brace yourself, you know, you start to feel that sensation. It's probably a scary moment for anybody. Oh, without a doubt. 
So it'll be first down and 10 for Malvern at their own nine-yard line here. Gallon in the backfield, one receiver, Pancos near side. And it's a handoff to Gallon up the middle. He makes another man miss. He keeps doing it, Steve. Yards after contact has to be sky high. I mean, yes, he and he, he's a strong runner. He's quick, fast, and strong and keeps chopping those feet. Cody Russell making the stop. And Gallon picks up seven on that. And EA, just a minute under uh, under to go here in the f- uh, third quarter. Uh, it's going to have to make a stop here. I mean, any more points on the board, it's going to put this game a little more out of reach and a little harder to uh, you know really come back here. So it's a big possession here for the EA defense. So it'll be second down and three. And a handoff to Gallon again, coming up to make the stop. He's close to... The first down, but he appears to be about a yard and a half, two yards shy there, Steve. And it looks like number 76 and number 10 are in on the tackle there for Episcopal. As uh, Gallon tries to cut up field, but they take his legs out and a nice tackle there, third and short. Starting to see some some fog out there yeah, on the field. Say, fog Steve. is lifting, and it's a pretty cool scene here. Yeah, it's uh, right off of this turf, uh, right down the seams. There's a lot of fog. Um, starting to come up as the temperatures start to drop here. End of the third quarter. Malvern leads 35-14. You're listening to Interact Football the Tigers Radio Network. <laughs> <laughs> 